Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of uh, Lois Hijos Podcast. I've got yeah. Hayden to my left. Hola. Robert to my right. Welcome. And my name's Chad. Um, and this is week two. Uh, yes, we are officially calling this week two uh, because, again, remember that first week was uh, a little bit of an experiment. Total so, um, but just huge announcement for the boys this week. Um, we are. We are live. We are official. We are on Google. Yeah. We are on iTunes. We are on Anchor. Put us in your ears. We are on pretty much pretty much every podcast platform there is. Mm, so mm, uh, mm. it's time to spread the word. Uh, the boys are out, and uh, the boys are looking for some followers. So thank you, uh, thank yeah, you to everybody. I'm going to tell my grandmother about this. So you know, it, she's going to like. I'm that. expecting a lot yeah. of this. We'll have to clean it up since your your grandma's. That's a great me. great point. Yeah, yeah. No, Hayden, you're going to watch we, now. I know. I am making a full uh, effort to really make sure that this is PG. Sometimes PG. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. But we, we do TV ratings. We, we understand. We get to TV MA, you know, folks. Right. We understand. <laughs> this is first uh, and foremost a Padres podcast, so the use of ex- expletives may come up seldomly, but that's just because our passion is sort of just oozing out at times. So we apologize for the occasional expletive. Uh, just know that we are very passionate Padre fans, and uh, that's going to happen every yeah, now and then. Absolutely. Well, uh, kick, get jumping right into it. Um, boy, we had the jo- or, I'm sorry, we had the Giants in town. We had the Ooh. Dodgers in town uh, right now. Uh, recap of the weekend. Well, uh, Thursday, uh, <laughs> rough start. Uh, we didn't even score a run. Clayton <laughs> Richards got our only hit. I was there. It was. I was Pitcher. screaming at only Andy hit. Green. Yeah. Why are you pinch hitting Clayton Richards? Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, boy, was I wrong. Because uh, yeah. good thing he put him in, or else we would have got no hit. <laughs> I think it was one of those things where Clayton just went up to Andy and said, "Look, you know, guys seem kind of uninspired right now. Let me in there. Let me uh, take a few swings of the bat." And you know, Dad got the job done. So. Hey, coming off of that bomb in Houston, <laughs> Dad, I, why Dad not? Got the right? job done. He put on the bacon. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw him at Fan Fest. You know, wearing some some you know. Old school New Balances. His jersey tucked into some, you know, really big dad jeans. I was like, this guy's my fucking hero. And that's when you started calling him daddy. Sorry, folks. Give the explicit <laughs> tab already. There it was. There it was. And all right. Well, and so tab. we lasted all of 45 seconds. That was good, Hayden. Well, anyways, we started off rough uh, on so, Thursday there, but the yeah. weekend sure. <laughs> so, so luckily, luckily, you know, it did pick up. And that was, it, it was, and I saw this stat somewhere, uh, Along the weekend that last year we had actually won like two thirds of our face ma- our, our matchups uh, with the Giants, which was surprising mm-hmm. to me because it just seems like yeah, Giants we, come to town. We draw particularly well against the yeah, Giants. Yeah, the stadium Absolutely. turns orange, and it, we may may win, we may lose, but it seemed like at least lately it's oh okay, not doing so well, not doing so well. Apparently yeah. last year we whooped their ass. Ah, oh, damn it, sorry guys, but it's okay. Uh, I it was good to see us you know fast. just return right back to that this year. Boom, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. One, two, three. Just taking them down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I don't think the Giants are going to do much this year. Uh, I think there was – I don't think the McCutcheon and Longoria uh, additions are going to pay really any dividends for them. You don't think them. so? Yeah, you but I mean you've got to think about the entire Giants – Starting rotation is out hurt right now. You got Bumgarner yeah. hurt with a broken hand. You got Johnny Cueto out. You've got their closer hurt. I mean, the Giants are beaten and battered right now from a starting rotation perspective. Are they be- more beaten than us? Are they like? No, I wouldn't say so. But again, well, the Giants, they have they've... people that are on injured reserve, or excuse me, the disabled list that are looking to come back, whereas the people we have on the DL 
Um, pretty much out for the season. Or pretty much out <laughs> for the season, like and it's yeah. like it, it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee yeah. that they're gonna come back and just be world beaters. All which, of a sudden. which we forgot to write that down. But you know, we touched on it last week with Lamette. You know, we were like, sounds like he's gonna be getting Tommy John. Yeah. No, he is. Now it's we know that he's getting Tommy John. Yeah. Mister, oh. what is his name? Mister Keith Meister is going to be performing the surgery. And he, out of the top, oh gosh, eight doctors that have performed the most Tommy Johns for MLB pitchers, he has the least amount of them. Wow. Yeah. Is that what that said? Yeah. It's not not too. It's not looking uh, that good for his recovery time, his average recovery time either. He's uh, sort of on the upper tier of that. Um, the James Andrews guy who's done 120 of the surgeries, wow, compared to Meister's eight. He has an average recovery time that uh, looks like a good 5 6%. Uh, shorter than all the other guys. What are we looking at? Is this like a? Uh, obviously oh, it's, he's season. out for the season. It's like a he's half definitely a year out, for of like, out for the season. Yeah, yep, okay. absolutely. Those uh, those Tommy Johns will get you, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate to see that. But again, yeah. But again, the Giants came into town. We took three out of the four from them. That was great to see. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, the bats woke up. Man, Oof, uh, yes, we were did. swinging it. Um, but uh, leading into Monday, uh, Dodgers were in town. Um, and really, it just, you were there. You it, were there. Yeah, I was right? there. I was there. I uh, had my uh, season ticket, section 207. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it started off Monday. Robbie Erland took the mound. Uh, it was nice to see. Uh, to see, uh, I was. It was a big question mark as far as what he could do. And, you know, I thought he did okay. Uh, not good. Uh, definitely not, uh, not on the terrible side of things, but... Really, that third inning, uh, those airs will get you. Um, oh, those airs will get yeah. you. I mean, Christian, or uh, yeah, Christian Villanueva, and then uh, uh, Hunter Rem- Remfro uh, simply misjudging uh, a line drive that was hit directly at him. I'm not sure what yeah. happened there, but um, airs will kill you, and that's what started that fifth inning that eventually led yeah. to Robbie Erling getting pulled there. So, well, I think it was kind of a perfect storm. I think you have the airs, obviously, and then you have Erling on the mound. It's his first um, start of the season. Uh, visibly showing nerves uh, and unpopular take, but I think Hedges didn't call the best game for him. He has a very, very good curveball, plus curveball. Mm-hmm. Um, not so good fastball. Uh, changeup was good a few years ago, but has regressed, I think, in, um, you know, as of late. I think he, he maybe threw 10 curveballs the entire game. And when he did, it was it was a solid uh, start to the at bat for him. He was either getting a miss or he was getting a lot of confused looks from batters. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, who didn't look confused, um, that game was uh, our good old friend, Mister Mister uh, Matt fat Kemp. Camp. The fat, fat Kemp. <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh I like gosh. to refer to Matt Kemp as an absolute bum. I was laughing my face off watching him get gunned down at second base. Um, I was probably still laughing up until uh, right about two two seconds after he hit that home run, that next yeah, at yeah. bat. And, but, then, uh, and then it got real somber. Yeah, and then, now uh, he's uh, just been slugging us since. Yeah, and then he yeah. did it again last night. And, and well, and then you know, as we're recording uh, this, as we did it again. This, he is uh, he's, uh, hitting us uh, pretty uh, well right now. So yeah, and like, what do you guys make of this? Like me as, you know, I'm like, he comes down here. Turns into complete garbage for whatever the two, three years we had him. Gained 50 pounds, grew his hair out. His, you know, there's reports of like his mom telling him, like, dude, you gotta cut your hair, boy. Um, and then he goes back to LA and he's got a hot bat again. Like, do you think he played us? 
Is this, you know, he just feels more comfortable up there? Yeah, I mean, I'll he, take that chance. Sure, I mean, he did have a little stint in Atlanta um, prior to him going back to LA there. Again, he's kind of been passed around, and, and that's, you know, what you expect uh, from, a, from a player of his age, his caliber. Uh, again, an outfielder aging, uh, kind of slowing mm-hmm. down. Uh, but his bat is still alive, apparently, and, and uh, the Padres got the... Uh, and then I'm going to jump into the explicit train here, the uh, shit end of that stick. Yeah. Um, and uh, really, we're, we're paying the price uh, with Matt Kemp this series here. Yeah, well, it is making up for, well, I shouldn't say making up, it's sort of paying for a past sin. I mean, we gave up Yaz Grandal to get Kemp in the first place in the 2015 acquisition. Um, and now they have both of them back in the Dodgers. Uh, I think when Kemp got here, he really... Didn't try his hardest. I think that's fair to say. I think he's gone on the record I, I totally numerous agree. times and said that, you know, well, I could have given my, you know, better in San Diego. You know, so, it, hey, he sold he plenty traded? of jerseys. Yeah, didn't he get traded to like the A's or something like that? And he's uh, like, wow, I can't wait to be playing in a baseball city. Yeah, and so that's he, when I he throws him. shade at not only us, but also Los Angeles, who I don't care. You can throw shade at them, one, you know, however yeah, much we'll you want. But still, it's like <laughs> you would think that. Um, he, he had, uh, sort of, um, cooked his goose with the LA fan base, but you know, they seem to have welcomed back in open arms. Uh, when I was out in, uh, Peoria watching, uh, spring training, you know, they announced his name and all the Angelinos were going nuts for him. Of I'm course. like, yeah, it, it just goes to show you. It's like, it's, uh, yeah, if you're going to hit dingers, you know, they're going to like, yeah. You know, I mean, and, <laughs> it's, you know, so I was at the game last night and, and so again, it started out with, First inning, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're gonna. This is our game, you know. I'm feeling good. This is the the Tuesday night game, right? Tuesday night game, the yeah. Tuesday night game. And sure enough, first inning, boom, bomb out of Matt Camp. Oh. But the redeeming factor was, so we went, we went down with the whole company, like 40 people from Bitch and Sauce, right? And we're just sitting at Park in the Park. It was sick. So big shout out to Stephanie from uh, the Padres front office for hooking it up. They are excellent to work with. If you guys are bringing a group to the park. Uh, you need more than ten tickets. Seriously, just call them. Uh, they've got a team of people in there. Super helpful. Yeah. Um, so they hooked it up, gave us a few blankets, make sure that we were cozy out there. There you go. Uh, Park in the park, a good time. Dude, it was a really good time, especially if you got a big group. Definitely Absolutely. the way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so the nice thing was, you know, and then late in the game, and I think this is, you know, kind of a consistent thing we're seeing is I, I don't want to call it too little too late because last night it was like too little but not quite too late. And then it was too little. But <laughs> so – and that goes to this whole thing of extra innings. We've is it two games now or three games now where we've had extra innings? I think it's only been two. And then we're not converting on it, right? And last night was an amazing show where, uh, geez, what was it? It was uh, Headley, the guy who can't put a, a bat to a ball this year, and finally connects with one. You, Comes I mean, you knew that it was in the time. clutch. Like, right, <laughs> one right. in twenty-five, and you're like, oh god, please be the one time that you're going to get right. That little shot over that first baseman, that was that was nice right. to see. And and right. you you saw him slide into second base. He mm-hmm. wanted that, and more especially, he needed that. Really, yeah. he needed that. That's he needed a huge it. confidence booster it. for the season. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, a guy like Chase Headley, you want to see him successful, and we can bash him all he wants. But again, he is that veteran presence right. in well, the dugout. I think he ends up. 150, maybe 200 at the end of the year. Oh, come it's on. You got to give him more than that. I hope uh, so. I hope he's more than that. But now, you know, that he's got two, two or three and 30 for like that. Or he could be a really good season. Bobby Boucher. Really good one. <laughs> right, right. I think he's already hey, I mean, Andy Green is really, Andy Green like defended him. 
like and Andy Green doesn't offend players. Um, Did he like one of the post games? Well, no. Like when uh, I think it was uh, AJ Casaville of MLB.com who was uh, um, interviewing him. Our and, beat reporter. Yeah, our beat AJ. reporter, and he. Um, <laughs> they had asked him about Chase Headley, and I think the question was phrased around, "Well, what's going on with him?" And usually, <laughs> AJ uh, comments on uh, when he comments on players that are in a slump or not uh, really pulling their weight offensively or defensively. He throws in some criticism that is, um, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't really throw shade at the player. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it gives just them kind of it gives them the hint of like mm, we're really expecting it's more. A little nudge, a little nudge, yeah, a little, yeah, little, little nudge, little elbow to the <laughs> little guy. Nudge. Sort of like well, with Chase Headley. Chase Headley, he comes out just going, "I think Chase is a great leader. I think Chase has a real, a lot to add to this." You know, and I'm thinking, I've heard that from him. Are, and are they the like? Players. Are they going and getting beers? Models. You know, after every game, are they just you know buddies <laughs> and you know. Seem like they're the same age, so probably. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you, you got to know that guys are looking up to Headley. It just it's tough to look up to him right now when sure, every time sure. he comes up, it's starting to look you know more and more bleak. Like it's like a gonna, yeah, it's like a sales guy good. that hasn't sold anything in like three years, mm-hmm. as being is like trying to like um, mentor kids who are like selling product every week. And yeah. they're going, why am I listening to this tool bag? Right, right. But at the same time, you do have to kind of understand, like, they have been through the ebbs and flows of a sales process. In this case, right. he has been through the ebbs and flows of a career um, of playing through bad slumps, of playing through um, times. Yeah, when, and he has you know, kept his composure not hot. really well. He has. Yeah. He has. I will give him that. Well, so anyways, so uh, kind of uh, uh, wrapping that all back in here, um, again, we're 0-2. Dodgers are in town right now. Uh, Wednesday night game is in effect right now. I believe uh, the Padres are currently down 3-0. Um, and uh, no. that kind of uh, takes me... Update. Into- oh. Luis Perdomo just hit a sacrifice fly, and it's now 4-2. to all well, right. Big update. Big update. Boom. Still losing. Um, <laughs> anyways, so again, and, and this kind of ties victories. into uh, you know uh, you know where we're at for the season. Again, uh, we started off, in my opinion, beautifully uh, in spring training. Right, we were mm-hmm. coming out number two. Uh, you know, uh, you know, coming Looking out good. number two. Everyone yeah. was like, you know, oh, Eric Hosmer's in town. Um, you know, huge hype over the Eric Hosmer signing over the summer. And 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 again, but here we are. You know, a couple games, you know, two multiple weeks, games in, two, in. three weeks in again. And it's it's kind of time to soften those expectations of the year. I mean, here we are again, a, a Padres pitching staff yeah. beaten, battered and bruised once again early in the season. And and here we are, find ourselves back in the uh, back in the, the, the bottom of the NL West. It's, it's crazy. Two yeah. days ago, we were like a shoe in. We were like third place and it looked good. And now we're just fifth place. Just Things change very rapidly, um, you know, and not only in the NL West, but also in baseball. It's especially, yeah, and especially early. In and, the you know, I, I I was optimistic after spring training, too. I made the trip. Um, I really liked what I saw. Um, I thought not only some of the minor league guys that were still with the staff when I was there, but also some of the guys warming up. Uh, you know, Hosmer and Myers looked really sharp, but... It's also at the end of the day, spring training. You know, spring training. The right. guys who have pretty much set roster spots, they're looking to get you know, they're looking to just get reps in. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example of this: Shohei Otani for the Angels had a horrid spring training. Did he? Ridiculous. Got shelled. Mm. And the baseball world was losing its 
freaking mind. Right. Um, this guy was all this guy's like, oh my gosh, like here. you know, they they just signed this guy out of out of Japan, paid all this money for him, and committed you know whatever to him, and now he's just getting lit up, and he can't hit major league pitching. Well, then the season started, right. and he started being electric. That's a good point yeah. there. Good point there. And and again, uh, yeah, spring training. You know, it's 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 a time for for guys to get some PT, right? A guys yeah. to get some playing time and, and to get some feelers out. <laughs> it there. does. It does just seem like every year we have a great spring training, and ish people have great spring trainings. Yeah, but yeah. it does seem like we we consistently do like significantly better than the season is going to end up turning sure. out. So I think next season we just we go into spring training and we just botch it. We just throw it. The whole thing. And <laughs> we just play our like double A guys. We play like our low A like high school recruits yeah. the whole time and we just come out guns a blazing opening day. That's Keep that's the route I suggest. All right, Andy? Yeah, that uh, might keep everybody healthy, but uh, <laughs> so what are we what are we thinking for the end of the year? Are we thinking five hundred? Are we thinking sub five hundred? Uh, at the rate of our pitching staff right now, once again sub five hundred. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna join you guys, but I'm gonna stay optimistic that I can change that next week and and jump back on the pro. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, what are you so gonna, are you gonna like suit up and like grab a glove? and yeah, start throwing yeah, pretty start much throwing fireballs. Yeah. Well, you know, I know. <laughs> I think I think that's oh. me. I think that's me out of uh, out of all is, three yeah, of us here, guys. Good chat. Good chat. Get chat and take the mound and start throwing like <laughs> I can, three different styles I can of stand in right field and like yeah, warm right. up that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that. I can do. That is an important <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah everybody has that serves a purpose. So, you know, why do you guys think that it? Like that we are in the position that we're in. Right. Like, and again, we oh always God, seem to find ourselves day? here, right? Do you we have all day? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So short synopsis, right? Like why do we keep, why does this keep happening to us? You know, we have a great spring training, come out. And again, it's not like it's all bad. Like there were glimpses of greatness. Again, I love saying that glimpses of greatness, but they're just not converting into anything. So Hayden's itching over here. What's sorry? What's, I'm, what's I'm, I'm right raising here? my hand like I'm a kid trying to answer a math yeah, question ooh, in class. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> this is the first ownership group that has given a crap about baseball. Uh, plain and simple. I think previous ownership groups no disrespect to them. I think our last one was mostly con, um, sort of focused on developing Petco Park, developing uh, the area around it, and you know John Moore's has had a history of real estate development. I don't think he um, really cared um, about the process of building a championship team. I think mm-hmm. once we once we uh, brought in AJ Preller, I think from the get go we we weren't committing to a sort of Astros uh, or Cubs style rebuild where we just dump everything into building from the farm up mm-hmm. and sucking for a while. Because I think when he came uh, on the scene and you know when everybody dubbed him the Wolf of Winter Meetings and signed all these guys. We had to give it a go. And I think that was good for the fan base because I think a lot of people woke up and said, it was almost like you're being nudged to to wake up. Like, hey, wake up. Something exciting is happening. Because it was exciting. Mm -hmm. You have guys like like Justin Upton, Matt Kemp, Craig Kimbrell, James Shields all on the same team. That was sick. Those were that was a fun year. Yeah. We didn't do very well, but it was fun. People came out to the ballpark. Mm -hmm. Upton was hitting dingers. And so, so you're a fan of AJ Preller. I, I, I just have to ask because it seems like you've maybe flip flopped on that, or like maybe you just have no, like a no, no. I mean, I, 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 I have, it sounds like you're a big fan. Yeah, I've had minor critiques about um, his moves, but I, I, he has my full support, and here's why: because I think he, um, well, 
he has my support as well as the ownership group. Um, Ron Fowler has a big mouth and he runs it a lot, but that's uh, beside the point. I think the ownership group of Same. the Seidler family and Rod Fowler, I forget who's the majority owner. I think they have, I think they um, have bought into AJ's vision. I think nice. Which is good. AJ is a scout first. AJ is going to go find um, what he would call loud tools as he's gone on the record um, as saying are the players that he likes mm-hmm. um, and really build a winner through the farm system. And so this is the so first saying, time that we've really had a had a, uh, a concentrated effort to do that. Sure. So you're saying basically, you know, we're, we're basically in this position because now is our time to do that Astros like rebuild, right? Yeah, now is our time to develop these players, yeah. right? And so, yeah, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. And, and you know, speaking to this season, and now I think it's my turn to answer yeah, Robert's yeah. question about, you, you know, got? why we're in this position. And, Wasn't trying to hug the and spotlight. No, sorry. no, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and I, again, I'm more, I wanted to get my answer in just as quickly as you did. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it goes through a familiar games. pattern. And, and I don't have the, you know, any of the statistics from last year nor the year before that to, to kind of back this up. But I do have the stats from this year is that Padres play from behind consistently a lot um right seems like how many great. times last season or, or the years before that did, did do you always find the padres giving up runs in the first second third inning and, and not one run not multiple runs you know and and here we are in the first second third inning our pitchers okay sure you know they got out of that first inning and gave up a couple of runs but now it puts the pressure on the offense right you need to yeah. score runs and 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 again so now you take a look at this year, right? And and here's some pretty startling numbers, if you ask me. And, and again, yeah, uh, huge, huge big stats guy here. Huge big stats guy. Metrics. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, are you claiming that right <laughs> yeah, now, Robert? We're gonna, so, metrics corner. Uh, we don't do sabermetrics on our show, but we will do s- some light etchometrics. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, well, uh, here's something for you. Um, 12. Out of the 20 games that we have played, including the game that is playing, being played tonight, uh, Wednesday night, we've been losing first, right? We have gone down. And probably not just by one run. Nine out of these 20 games that we've started the season with, we've been losing after the first inning. That's, Nine yeah. out of the 20 games. That's a lot of pressure. That's like, a, like if a football team gives up a score on the kickoff. Oh, not every, yeah, yeah, the every kickoff. Yeah, exactly. Like, boom! Exactly. All right, you're down. It's yeah. seven seconds in. You're down. Exactly, it's and, and it puts our offense. So and, and absolutely, right and I totally agree with that analogy right there. And and again, it just puts our offenses <clears throat> just completely backs on the wall, right? And it, yeah. and it the pressure's on for the Eric Cosmers to perform. The pressure's on for right. for the newer guys to perform. The Hunter Renfro's who are, in my opinion, trying to overperform. And and yeah. and so again and. Uh, it's just a huge statistic, and and, and sure, it, it kind of uh, you know is derived from our pitching issues, right? Our pitching struggles, our our continuous uh, beaten, battered, bruised staff. Whether it's mm-hmm. from our starting rotation to the to the middle relievers, to uh, in my opinion, a a uh, he's here this week and he's not here this week closer. Um, and and so in Brad Hand, right? In Brad yeah. Hand, and and so. Um, again, but that's my that's my uh, you know kind of answer as to why we're in this last place is because we need to stop giving up <laughs> runs in the first inning. We need to stop giving up runs early in the ball games and let these games develop. And and again, Robert, you kind of pointed it out before we went on air is that we have that fight right. We're, we got we're, it. In we've us. got yeah. that. It looks 
it looks good. Everybody looks like they want it. And Especially late in the games, right? You've seen that recently. Is Especially that you know, the, they, it's there. We're battling in those late right. part of the games. Well, and like you like you said, is that it, it makes it hard for the offense, which is even harder to watch when you look at the offense we have this year. I mean, Perella's putting them out there. Galvis is putting it out there. Yeah. Renfro's putting it out there. Yeah. Via, yeah. Well, when he needs to, he's putting it out there. I, I, I'm with you. I could see some more out of Renfro, but I'm not super pissed off at his performance. Hosmer, I was uh, pissed off. Yeah. He's picking it up. And then, of course, you have to mention the, the rookie all-star, Villanueva, which is electrifying to it's watch him to watch. come up to bat. I can, I can take a little bit of like less of him trying to get some balls off the hop at third base, <laughs> but I could watch that's him. A, that's another point, though. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, yeah. I think um, if this team wants to be successful, um, we have to cultivate more contact hitters. And I think there's a lot of them coming up through the ranks right now. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it would be a, it would be a mistake to expect Renfro to be a contact hitter. Renfro has home run hitter in his DNA, and yeah. that's what he's I think going his, to do. I think his average and home so, run length at Petco is like 400 feet. Oh no, he. It's I mean, like absurd. I mean, he's what they they've said. They put he's he's uh, put his dong on the roof because yeah. he, is, <laughs> he has hit the ball so far it's landed on top of the Western Metal Building. Yes. Um. So, tailor your expectations for Renfro as well. Uh, I think because he was our one of our first round picks, uh-huh. I think everybody's just thinking, oh, he needs to be great. It's yeah, like, maybe oh, I am hung up on that. Just get a little, you know, give him some slack, and I think. I think he will, in time, become a consistent 260 hitter, maybe. Okay. Um, if he learns to take, um, you know, some some pitches that aren't going to be, you know, but, crushed home runs. But right. Maybe so, basically, we need, like, some singles. more Perellas. We need some guys who are... Oh, give me... Give he's me, getting all of the gaps Give me eight Perellas. Give me eight Perellas over home run hitters any day. Yeah, yeah. He looks boy good. can wish. Boy he's, can wish. He's finding those gaps. Uh, and on that note, we will let you guys know that this wonderful edition of the Low Sea Hills Fan Club podcast, podcast whew, it's a mouthful, can't talk, uh, has been brought to you by Bitchin' Sauce, San Diego's sauciest hometown hero, uh, located right here in Carlsbad, serving everywhere across the nation and in Canada now. Uh, it's in big God, moves, big moves, hey. big moves, hey. Canada, eh? <laughs> so it's uh, it's a Gluten-free, non-GMO, vegan sauce. Uh, whether you're vegan or not, pick some up at your local grocer, Vons, Whole Foods, uh, the like. Any of your natural sort of food stores, they're going to have it. Uh, and thank you to Bitchin' Sauce for making sure that the Low Seahose fan club can uh, Do you have any people healthy. asking you like what the difference is between a sauce and a dip, or is it the same thing? You know, it depends. See, we ride that line. There yeah. are sauces. And I was confused <laughs> on that line. <laughs> I know, yeah. I was very there. much so confused <laughs> on that line. <laughs> there are sauces. How do you label a dip a sauce? The trouble is, like, you can take bitchin' sauce, right, and you can throw it in some potatoes and just, like, boom, throw those on the, the pan, and they're going to cook up beautifully, have that nice crispy, mm-hmm. like, whatever flavor you use, chipotle, cilantro, chili, right? They're going to have that, like, coating around it, which is great. But you could also use it for, like, chips, carrots, <clears> vegetables, <throat> Uh, like all hummus. Type. Yeah, so it's 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 even good with yeah. I mean, if you will take you reg- regular okay. regular old tortilla chips. Yeah. Oh, it's bomb. You know, we see people use it mostly on like salads because it's like vegan eaters really love it, which I'm all about that. For me, it's like anytime I'm talking about bitch and sauce, I'm like, make fried chicken with it. Like make that, put that in your egg wash, <laughs> and you're gonna have some bomb ass fried. It's yeah. like bomb fried chicken. Uh, I think ass is fine to say. I, I think, think so. ass is palatable so. enough because like. 
It's a donkey. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> donkey. That'll do, donkey. That'll do. It's a donkey. Oh my gosh! But yeah, so thank you to uh, to Pitch yeah, and absolutely. I, again, providing the mic, providing the entertainment. Uh, so I appreciate that. But Ooh. anyways, uh, so kind of uh, you know stemming off of what Hayden was just talking about about of our our you know kind of our younger players. Um, Hayden. You know, why don't you give Let's us a, a little bit of an update on the on the minor league system here? Oh, give us a give us guys. a farm update. Take us to the farm. Take us uh, take us to the farm. Going on the farm. Would like nothing more, guys. Um, so big things Unreal. happening right now. Unreal. I think. Uh, in spring training, we had, let's see, Fernando Tatis, we had Luis Urias, we uh-huh. had Eric Lauer, we had uh, Lucchesi, who's actually with us now. Big fan of him, obviously. Um, and a couple others uh, that are not coming you did right good. now. You didn't harp on Lucchesi, you just said his name. Yeah, no. Yeah, keep <laughs> it at that. Uh, I think pitching-wise is where we have our depth. Uh, I think if you look at a guy like Mackenzie Gore, who we drafted last year, uh Put up a 1.27 ERA on rookie ball last year. Really promising for a guy who just came out of high school. Um, and his high school ERA was even lower. It was like 0.7, something like that. Um, a little worried about his uh, his high leg kick and his windup, but I think he'll get past that. I think his stuff is electrifying. Good curve, good fastball, good control. Um, as far as position players go, I think Fernando Tatis has the most star power attached to him. Uh He's got the most uh, sort of a – how do I say this? People have referred to him as our Lord and Savior, Tatis, including myself. It is caught on with <laughs> me even. Multiple uh, times. He, ha- he, gives you the, uh, he gives you the feeling that he is a Jeter-esque athlete. Uh, and I don't – and I do not um, you know, hesitate to use that comparison because he has the athletic ability to... Why do you say that? Explain that to our listeners a little bit. Like, what is it that you see in him that's... I Well, what I see, it's not just at the plate. It's in the field. It's it's the ease of which he's able to patrol his area at shortstop. Uh, a lot of people are saying he's going to morph into a third baseman because of his size. Look at Tulowitzki. You know, mm-hmm. look at look at other guys who have played the position that have been plus size. Corey Seager's 6'4", but he still plays, you know, incredibly well. Right. Putting against us right if anything, now. it helps you snatch out those. Exactly. Those um, and then looking a little bit uh, down the line of guys who are going to um, be impactful right now, at least, I think Urias is going to get a call up in the next month. Uh, the guy is tearing up AAA pitching right now. Um, and you've even heard from a lot of uh, analysts say he has nothing left to prove. Uh, at this point, it's just a question of how to fit him on the roster. We've got two guys <laughs> that both play uh, second. Second. Yep. With. Um, Spang. 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 With uh, Spangenberg and uh, and Swahe. And it, it's at this point, it's it, he's an injury away or a really bad uh, perpetual performance uh, away from being called up. And I, I think it's going to be better to call him up sooner than later. I think he has great uh, judgment of the strike zone. He's an excellent hit tool. I think what I was talking about earlier, contact hitters, he's the closest mm-hmm. thing we've got to like a, a Jose Altuve hit tool. Oh, nice. Um, right, pitching, so. that's that's um, a little ways away. Adrian Morejon, uh, we spent big on him in the international draft uh, in 2016. Uh, my boy Cal Cantwell? I'll get to Quantrill just a second. <laughs> Morejon is um, not gonna, probably not going to be seen until 2020, 2021. Uh Good pitch mix, uh, just has as a good deceptive delivery, uh, and I think he's going to be a part of probably our first World Series team. Fingers Ooh, crossed. Putting it out there, you Quantra, heard first. You heard first here. Podcast. 
Quantrill, um, 2020. I, I think will make a late season uh, cameo for us uh, uh, for this reason. I think he's done enough to show that he has big league stuff. He's not going to blow you away with his fastball. Uh, and I think he's, he's got a good, um, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's, he's been talking to Trevor Hoffman a lot, reaching out to other mentors to make sure he does everything right to, uh, to be a good, successful major leaguer. And, uh, Matt Espinosa is coming off Tommy John. I'm just looking for him to have a good season, uh, in uh high A, probably at Lake Elsinore. Other than that, let's see here. Yeah, other than that, uh, tons of guys that I'm probably not uh, mentioning. Oh, one quick shout out to Josh Naylor. Josh Naylor, big boy, um, hitting 427 right now for AA San Antonio. Uh, got him in the Cashner deal uh, back in 2015. He has an excellent bat. Not really a current path to the Padres roster right now. He's a first baseman primarily. That's obviously going to be taken up by Hosmer for the next five years or so. Yeah. Uh, I could see him maybe being a panda, like Mr. Sandoval. Maybe uh, we'll training. Switch. We'll switch corners there. We'll switch okay. corners. Uh, I mean, it can You're be right. done. Uh, he can also fill in at the outfield. At the very least, I think he um, could come on just as a good hot bat, um, you know, in the next year or so. So Dude, that yeah. was my edition of On the Miners. Uh, that, uh, excuse me, On the Farm. That's what gets me jazzed, folks. <laughs> uh, obviously, these are troubling times as being a Padre fan. So yeah, so we have to look down. We have there, to look right? down. We have yeah, to look. Yeah, down. we, we got to look to the farms. Yeah, we have. We have to growing. stay updated uh, on yeah. on those farm teams because and and our farm teams are good. Looks right? good. They, looks they're good. playing for championships down there. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, um, El Paso Chihuahuas won the PCL. I think the last two years yep, in a row. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Robert, what coming off of what the we finish up with the Dodgers here here at home tonight, Wednesday night. What do we got in store for for what is to come and early next week? Yeah, guys. So pretty much we've got two Thursdays in a row off. So no game tomorrow. No game next Thursday. Uh, and then we head back to uh, my home area, I guess, not home. This week, right? This week. Yeah. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, we'll be up in Phoenix facing off against the Diamondbacks. Oh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, so it, first, uh, first matchup with them this year. First matchup right? with them yep. this year. And I'm not too um, optimistic about that, but that's I, I'm not too optimistic. But they're a good team. They're a good team out there this year, and uh, again, it just shows uh, the NL West. We've got ourselves quite the division this it's, year, it's uh, through and through. All and, the more uh, reason to be patient and just kind of let other teams um, duke it out and try and outspend each other in the short term. <laughs> you right. keep telling yourself right. that. We'll, uh, we'll see how that plays <laughs> so, out. Eh? It's been a few years we've been saying that. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so uh, Diamondbacks, and I, I'm looking for them to not not in a positive light, but I think they're going to end up taking the NL West. Uh, very shortly, we're going to be taking the NL West, so Diamondbacks, watch out. Yeah. We're coming for you. I think we're going to put up a good show Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Check us out. We play better on the weekends. I, I'm just saying that because it's a few. Well, and we play better away. Let's <laughs> yeah, be really we around. We're like three away. and nine at home or something like that. Right. It's, I don't know why. Everybody gets lax because you come back to the beach. Okay, so then yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week, we're back at the Rockies. Back uh, in Colorado. Back I feel like we Colorado. have played Colorado every we, this other is our game This third series that we've been well, playing at I think what we felt like last year with the Dodgers because because it was the Dodgers in the opening series, and then two series later it was the Dodgers. So I and think then, it's yeah, just kind of like series, an all, yeah. yeah. So it definitely is just rotating. Um, this one, I fully expect us to come out guns blazing. 
I think they put the spark in our butt, you know, a couple, what was it, a week well, ago? Well, that rivalry's back. And it's that back. That rivalry's it's, back in a big way. That is the rivalry right now. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, it reminds me of like uh, the, the, the Troy Tulo days and just him. Yeah. Did the, the Padre killer, right? I mean, yes. every time that the Padres would, would even lick the playoffs and have mm. to play our way through Colorado. Nope. Nope. The door ends. The door shuts right there. Yeah. The door shuts so, right there. It's good to see that we're just under their skin so much. I know. Like, I like know that, that though. They are just that'll be, boiling for us. That'll be an ongoing there. saga to kind of monitor throughout the season. It's going to be great. So, it's going to be great. Just the first, the next three games after tonight. Interesting matchup um, on Friday. Mr. Tyson Ross, one of my favorite pitchers. That's right. Ross is back against, Friday. Um, some guy named Koch, Coke, who. Um, has three strikeouts, but is not showing any other registered statistics. So it gives me the impression that he is fresh. Wow. Um, so it would be important for us to get to him early. Um, I'm excited that early. we pushed Ross. We, we brought back Perdomo tonight. We threw him in against the Dodgers. Which was a I stupid decision. Well, no, you know, <clears throat> I think we, the, the series is already botched. This is where I see them coming in. Yeah. Series is already botched. Don't waste Ross on this series because we can use him to open up the Diamondback series in a healthy way. Yeah. And then Margot looks like he's going to come back on Sunday. So, yeah, and Myers looks like like he's going to come back for the same very too. Soon. He, he should be coming back. I think it looked like when we're uh, last playing went, the Rockies. Yeah. Last so night he nice. went over at Lake Elsinore. He went over for three or something like that. Really? At high A. But, you know, whatever. And then um, <laughs> but the Saturday game, uh, we've got Richard on the mound against Godley. That's going to be a tough one, but that's I think that's going to be um, a competitive game. And then uh, the Sunday game, Mr. Lucchesi, my favorite against uh, Patrick Corbin. Patrick Corbin is on fire, but so is Lucchesi. I think we actually have a decent chance to take two of the games. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, we're doing Lucchesi. I, I think lot, because so. that that is the that's kind of like gonna. I I have a feeling that's gonna become the core of our rotation right Luchesi, now. Is Ross. Ross. Yeah, because I think it's a start. Ross, you got to start. You got to start right? somewhere, and then hopefully, good. hopefully, Andy good will get some common sense in him towards uh you know these uh, coming weeks and start putting players there that actually have good stuff. That actually are able to perform and eat. Bring innings. up, bring up Urias. Yeah, yeah. Let's see that happen. I would love well, to see that yeah. happen. So, I, boom. So yeah. then we're back after that for the weekend after, and we'll we'll be uh, yeah, recording we'll be, next we'll week. We'll be on we'll the air. We'll be on the air before that yeah. and uh, updating you for for the most recent homestand. But uh, with that, uh, the innings or the uh, the evenings getting late. Uh, we got to go actually. This, yeah, we got to go Padres wrap up game? our Padres game here. Uh, hopefully, root our way back from a, a yeah, two nine yeah. deficit. But uh, awesome. sure. Again, thank uh, you guys for tuning in. Uh, more to come. More great content. Right. Things will look bleak at times, folks, but it's always important. You've got to keep the faith, and you got to say, Go Padres! Go Pods! Go Pods. And with that, uh, this concludes week two, Los Hijos Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Shout out. Hey, Rob- now. Robert out. <laughs> <laughs>